0: Welcome to The Real Talk with Tanya Sakowitz podcast, where we help parents and caregivers gain knowledge to increase their confidence and their success in caring for young children. We will cover topics like feeding your baby, getting your baby and you some much needed sleep, and pretty much anything else that has to do with caring for babies and their families after birth. Society sets parents up to fail, and we are here to change that. You can also find full video versions of each episode on our YouTube channel, Newborn Care Solutions. Thanks for tuning in. Good evening and welcome to Real Talk, where every Sunday night we offer insight, education and resources to in-home caregivers and those affected in their world. These are the children, the parents, the caregivers and the extended family, everyone who loves them. Our goal is to offer real life topics and learning through discussing real issues and offering real solutions. And tonight, I'm very excited to welcome our guest, Miranda Bauer, who is the CEO and founder of Postpartum University, supporting both mothers and professionals in health and well being while eliminating postpartum depression and anxiety. As a best selling author, international speaker and founder of the Postpartum Nutrition Certification Program, she's worked with thousands of people, awakening them into the joyful and fulfilling sacred window that is in the years of postpartum. She lives on her beautiful homestead in Alaska with her husband and her four children. And a few of us who live in the desert might be just a little bit jealous of that. (laughs) So welcome, Miranda. It's really great to have you. I
1: am so, so thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.
0: So tonight we're going to really kind of dig in a bit here, maybe a little deeper than we sometimes go with some of our speakers, um, because I specifically reached out to you. I was very impacted by you sharing about your personal journey and how that has really uh, influenced the work that you do. And so I want to talk about that. And normally I would say, hey, tell us a little bit Tell us how you got to this point, and then we'll dig in. But the reality is, that's where we dig in. So I want you to tell us about your journey. Yeah, yeah. So I have
1: a couple of different stories that I can share with you. And I'll start with the story that had impacted you and where you had reached out to me. And it's a story after the birth of my second baby, and you know, it was a gorgeous birth experience, no intervention. It was a home birth. It was actually an accidental unassisted birth. Um, our midwife didn't make it because I labored and gave birth so quickly uh, and didn't think that I was in labor, you know, in, in the early stage, I was only in the early stages. And so it was, it was an incredibly empowering experience, very healing. Um, and, and all of the all of the pieces. And you know, I knew this time I was going to do postpartum different from my, my first experiences with depression and anxiety and knowing that that was not something that I wanted to go through. I spent a lot of time preparing for this, this baby and, and for postpartum and life after, after having her. And so all was absolutely wonderful and, and beautiful and healing. And I felt really good. I mean, weeks went on and I was like, you know what? I can do all the things now. Like I just feel on top of the world, right? I've taken care of my my nourishment. I've made sure that I had uh, community to help me with my son, uh, my older uh, child. And I had uh, made sure that I was getting the rest that I needed. I feel on top of the world. And so I started taking on more of the responsibilities Um, and, And I was eager to do so. And, you know, things started shifting once I did, and I didn't recognize the shift. And this is something that I see very often, you know, either we have this, you know, quick, all of a sudden, you know, postpartum depression, anxiety kind of hits us square in the face and we're, we're lost and we're disoriented. And for many of us, the opposite is true, where it's like this slow evolving, process that once we finally hit the bottom of the lagoon, we stand back and we're like, holy smokes, how did I get here? What happened to me? And that's what happened to me. And I, I took, you know, I was nine months postpartum and I didn't know who who I was, what was going on, why my body was failing, but I knew something significant was going on. I actually found a lump in my stomach. And I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified, but I had to go seek support. I had, I had to figure out what this lump was. We were certain it was cancer. Um, we had, you know, nicknamed it. We were, we were, I was about to go through therapy. Like it was a really big deal. And it turns out it was scar tissue. And I remember my, my doctor sitting there with me saying, Miranda, it's not It's not anything to worry about, but there's something else that's going on within within you. Have you gotten on the scale recently? Have you seen yourself? And the answer was no. I avoided everything that had to do with who I was becoming, what I was feeling, because it was really dark. It was really heavy. I knew it was there, but I couldn't deal with it, right? Life of having two kids and and being a stay-at-home mom and running a business was a lot, right? I didn't have time to take care of me. And she said, something else is wrong and we know it, right? We have to dive into here. And so I jumped on the scale for the first time and forever. I didn't own a scale and I was 82 pounds and I was blown away. I remember sitting in her office crying, thinking, what have I done? What am I doing here? Holy crap. Like, I, I have completely let myself go. And, and then it, it was almost like a swirling effect. Like, well, of course I'm 82 pounds. I can barely eat. I, I can barely function. Something's not right with my gut. I spend half of my morning in the bathroom. I plan my days around the bathroom. Right. Um, which should be telling in a, in and of itself, but it was, it was such a normal thing for me. And So a a lot of testing later, um, and we discovered that I had an extreme gut infection. I had to go on antibiotics for well over a month and I had, uh, you know, colonoscopy and, and all of those things. And we discovered, um, ulcerative colitis. Um, and so now I, I, you know, have a, an intense gut infection that we're working on healing. And I had, um, um, uh, and now an autoimmune disease that I'm going to suffer with through life. And I, I will tell you, it was absolutely debilitating. When I allowed my body to recognize what was happening, when I allowed myself to see what was happening, it was so, I mean, I had to deal with the emotional side of it. And it it was like the, I, I opened the floodgates, right. And now And now I'm having to, you know, all of the symptoms and all of the things. And it was, it was debilitating. It affected the way that I cared for my children. I I felt like I couldn't care for my children. My husband was having to take off work. Um, The medications that I was trying was not working. It was, everything felt like it was completely falling apart and nothing was helping. And so my journey to healing was really in that moment of recognizing this is not what my body wants. My body, it's not happening this medication and I got to do something. I got to do something fast, or I'm not going to live. Right. And it, and it affected, I mean, I was nine months postpartum still breastfeeding, right? Like I, I had to stop my journey of breastfeeding for the health of my own body and everything like, you know, who I was as a mother and what my idea of a good mom, you know, quote unquote was, and all of these were, you know, I, it was, it was all very shifting for me. Um, And that is really when I started to discover the, the the, the changes of a postpartum body, the physiological um, shifts that take place within us that nobody else is talking about how, how to eat, to heal our bodies. You know, all of that became first and foremost in my world. And from that, I was able to heal my experience with that. Mm -hmm. It was a long journey, but we made it.
0: Yeah. And it's a journey that I think a lot more of the parents that we encounter may be going through, maybe not to the same extent that you did, but certainly they're encountering bits and pieces of that. And as somebody who received a cancer diagnosis with a very young child, I know how frightening that whole aspect of even wondering if that's what go is going on is. Um, and I will say that Um, nutrition was a huge part of healing myself, post-treatment, et cetera. So that really resonates very strongly with me. You mentioned something that I think is really important here, and that nine months in, you were still in your postpartum period. As a culture, a Western culture, so to speak, we tend to designate what we call the postpartum period by how many weeks do you actually get off from work? Instead of the reality of that, and it's not really six weeks or 12 weeks, it's a lot longer than that. Talk to us about that and how that kind of impacts things. Absolutely. So, I mean, really, I'm all about getting
1: to the root of all of the things. And so when I look at, you know, postpartum is six weeks, I want to know why, who says postpartum is six weeks. And really that was established by the medical community, who determine that because our uterus goes back to its pre-pregnancy state by six weeks postpartum, that therefore that is the end of our postpartum journey. And then you, you you have to look at this though and say, well, gee, that's not the only thing that determines whether or not we are still postpartum, because you have not only the physical shifts that take place, which I will tell you go well beyond your your, you know, uh, your uterus returning to its pre-pregnancy state, right? We look at our joints and ligaments don't return to their pre-pregnancy state for a good three months after having a baby that we are not to do, you know, heavy lifting and, and, um, strenuous exercise until nine months postpartum when our muscles have regained a bit of, of their pre-pregnancy, Uh, structure, right? So we know all of these pieces. So it goes well beyond, but nobody's talking about this. But then we also have to look at the mental and the emotional and the spiritual journey of having a baby. And, and, and that, and, and we can get into the practicality of, you know, other pieces too. What about our hormones? And, you know, what about the other organs in our body, right? Our thyroid, for example, let's talk about all of these components. Let's look at the human body as a whole for once. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, we will see that postpartum is definitely not the first six weeks. It's definitely not the first year. And it, for many of us, it extends an upwards of six years, right? And, and postpartum I'm defining postpartum as a transitionary period. Postpartum means after birth. So of course we are all after birth for life, but really we're going through this transition for many, many years. And for many of us, That means having another baby on top of that. Right. And so our, our journey into motherhood is compacted. It's it's got, it has many layers on top of it. And for many of us in this Western world, we don't have support systems. We don't have the knowledge on how to eat, to heal our bodies. We don't have the tools and understanding of how our body is physiologically shifting, how our gut changes, how our brain changes, how it can't be lumped into the same category of pregnancy, right? Which is something I always hear, right? Um, We have to really understand this whole picture. And, And if we did, we would really see that the postpartum is not just this tiny window of time. It's actually pretty significant.
0: Right. And one of the things that you shared that I thought was really important is that this potentially, especially given my current stage in life, this potentially affects as far into life as menopause. Share a little bit about that with us because I'm dying to learn.
1: (laughs) Yes, it absolutely does. Because what happens in our body is, you know, again, we're transforming, we're shifting, we're changing. And oftentimes we don't support a physiologically normal postpartum experience. We talk about a physiologically normal birth all the time. We hear that phrase often, right? But when it comes to postpartum, we don't even know what that means. And so oftentimes what happens is, and especially in terms of hormones, we, we're we not supporting our basic fundamental needs. And when we don't support our basic fundamental needs, we we see imbalance, we see depression, we see anxiety, we see autoimmune issues, right? 30% of women in the first year after having a baby will become diagnosed with a thy- with uh, one in seven, a thyroid issue, but 30% will, will end up with some sort of autoimmune issue. Nobody's talking about this, right? What about major hair loss? What about skin concerns? What about aching joints, fatigue, bloated, you know, a, a stomach concerns, right? All of these issues are things that we generally say, well, that's a normal part of motherhood, right? Your hormones are out of balance. Yeah, of course they're out of balance. You're a mom, right? These are normal parts, right? But they're not normal. They're common because we don't understand how to support a mother in her transition. And what happens is, is we we, we don't support this and we become out of balance. Our hormones become out of balance. The gears are grinding. Our organs aren't functioning at the level that they want or were once. These symptoms are developing. There are warning signs, right? Our symptoms are warning signs. They're telling us something's off. Something is not where it's supposed to be. And if we don't fix that in these initial years, it becomes a new normal. The imbalance becomes your new normal. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And when it becomes your new normal, then we have long-term health issues that we have to abide by, right? We have a lot of of, of care and attention and and our body is is going to have struggles. Now, does that mean that we can't heal? Of course not. We can absolutely heal, but it's gonna take a lot of your time and a lot more of your effort to make that a reality for yourself. You're gonna have to go really deep to make healing a reality. Mm -hmm. And when that is not addressed, the years go on, right? Let's say depletion is a is an issue. It is for so many of us. It's it's the basic root cause of so many of the issues that we experience in postpartum, including depression and anxiety and autoimmune issue. And so that depletion goes on for years and years. And often we have another baby, and that depletion only gets more intense. And if we don't deal with it, guess what happens? We we have organs that are not working function and functioning properly. And and that affects our menopause, right? Menopause comes around and you're depleted. You've been depleted for 20, 30 years and it's never been addressed. And your body it feels like this is a new normal. And so what we see now, especially in our own mothers and our grandmothers is a massive shift in the way they are feeling in, in menopause. And we can directly link that to how they experienced the postpartum period, or even how they experience menarche, right when they first got their period, what how like all of these are very intricate pieces of the female experience, and so we have to truly support our body during these these unique times and these unique transitions. Otherwise, they're going to continue to affect each other until menopause comes, and it feels hard.
0: Mm-hmm. It feels really hard. Yeah, absolutely you mentioned something and I would love it if you could kind of expound on it just a little bit. So maybe our audience has a better understanding. What do you mean when you refer to depletion?
1: Mm, there's so many things that we can go in in terms of depletion, right? right? So on, on, on the basic level, on the physical level, we can talk about depletion as in you not getting enough nutrients in your body, right? When you don't have the nutrients that you need, and, and we can look at So many different key nutrients, iron, vitamin D, magnesium, they're all really, they all depletion of those three just in themselves. There's about eight of them, um, that are linked to depression and anxiety. How many of us actually get tested for such depletion, right? Before getting or receiving a diagnosis for either of those. It's very, very rare that happens, but oftentimes when we're depleted of key nutrients, we experience those symptoms, right? So that's, that's depletion um, on a physical level, but we also have mental depletion, right? Where we just can't make another decision. It is too much. It's too overwhelming. We have emotional depletion, not being supported enough, right? We can have financial depletion. We can have depletion on every level of, you know, our our life and our being, right? Just as we can have nourishment, and each of those levels, right? And all throughout. So um, they're all intertwined, they're all interrelated, and they all
0: speak to the experiences we have in the postpartum period and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned so many key factors. And of course, to me, it's very personal um, because I was diagnosed with postpartum depression. And I kept saying, wait, I work with people who have this. I know what it looks like. Something else is wrong. And for 18 months, nobody would listen to me. And I kept fighting and fighting. Turned out I had developed thyroid disease. Mm -hmm. And once that was addressed and my vitamin D levels and my iron, and I was iron deficient anemia. And so addressing all of those things, suddenly the depression started going away because I wasn't depressed in in a classic clinical sense. I was just experiencing things because of all the other things that were wrong. Um, So it absolutely resonates very strongly with me. Um, I want to talk a little bit about kind of the process of healing, because we're talking about all the things that go wrong. But let's talk for a minute about healing, because it's a process. There's a acknowledging the loss of a past life and kind of moving forward. Talk to us about what that looks like. Mm, That's a, such a a
1: beautiful and diverse conversation. We can go very deep into this. So it, it looks very different for everyone. We all have our journeys in and we all have our journeys out into the healing realm. And I, and I like to, to share with my clients, you know, healing is not a linear experience, right? It ebbs, it flows, it wanes, it goes up, it goes down and spirals and everything in between. But eventually what happens is when we start really focusing on the root of what is happening in our lives, right? And what needs our attention, then we can really start allowing our our bodies and the way we feel emotionally and physically and spiritually and all those components and start seeing the the healing process really take fold. Mm -hmm. And, and oftentimes what I see so, so frequently is that our world is obsessed with coping skills, right? And, and for many generations, especially my generation, my parents' generation, we weren't told coping techniques. We weren't given skills to deal with stress or deal with trauma or deal with conflict. Right. And, and so that's almost become an obsession with our, our Western culture is how do we cope? Right. And coping skills are amazing, but they're only that they're not, they're not going to take you well beyond into the realm of healing. Right. And we get, we get hyper-focused on what about my breathing techniques? What about um, my yoga? What about my herbs? Right. And those are all amazing tools and they will support you and coping, but they are not going to be that jump starter to get you to the healing in order to heal. Again, we have to get to the root cause of what is really going on. And so we have three components that I share with my clients on this, the root cause first is nutrition. And this is where we start on everything, because if you do not address your nutrition and your body is in a state of stress because of it, right? If you're depleted of key nutrients, You are absolutely, your body is in a heightened physical state of awareness. Your, your nervous system is functioning off the charts, anything that is difficult, anything that is uh, frustrating, you can't deal with it, right? It's, it's exponentially harder. So in order to get to those pieces, we first have to address your nutrition, hands down number one, right? And so the second component of this is sleep if we're not getting the sleep that we need, and we all know what that means for moms, right? Um, That in itself oftentimes requires support systems. Um, It requires new ways of thinking. It requires creativity, right? And it's not not a one size fits all. It's a very individual approach, depending on the family's needs, on mom's needs, on baby's needs. What can we do to support the whole family and getting the best sleep? right? And you can eat all of the amazing foods, but if you're not getting sleep, right? Or you can eat, you know, do all of the yoga and the breathing practices and eat healthy and have the support systems. But if you're not sleeping, right, none of that can be processed. None of that can be um, a benefit to you in the way that it should be, right? That's when our body Um, uh, takes a look at our hormones and assesses what we, what we need, what we don't need, like all of those components, right? So sleep is, is a fundamental need. The second or the third component is hormone balance. And what I mean by hormone balance is really threefold. This is, this is really about nervous system, right? When we're eating and we're sleeping, 70% of our hormones are already taken care of, right? When we're, we're, we're doing really well. And those, those two areas. But when, when we are talking negatively to ourselves, when we feel like a failure and we're, and we only, and we think to ourselves, oh gosh, like here I go again, or why did I just yell again? Or like, oh, this is so terrible. I'm such a loser, right? You literally shift your hormones. The other component of this is trauma, birth trauma postpartum trauma, pregnancy trauma, trauma from when you were a child and any other time in your life. Okay. Changes the way your nervous system functions, and that will greatly impact the way your hormones are ran. And so in order to address your hormonal state, you have to go to the root cause which is your nervous system function, address what's shifting. Cause that shifts completely in, in postpartum. You got to understand that the, the shifts that take place and then be able to address those at, on a level that is congruent to your own experience. Okay. And if you're operating in a place of trauma and extreme stress, which negative self-talk is a form of, of major stress, right? You're sending signals to your body to release certain hormones, that are not going to feel very good. Mm-hmm. And so these are all of the components in which these are the root causes, right? And so if we want to address healing, if we want to heal our body and move beyond coping, these are the fundamental pieces that must be in place. And we we've got to use these uh, together you know, synergistically, they can't just do one or the other, we have to focus and combine these into a way that works well for each individual person. This is why I teach functional nutrition, right? Because what always, you know, one thing doesn't always apply to someone else, we have to really take in the whole person, and what's going on within their body and their experiences, and formulate a plan to support them in that
0: process. Yeah, wow. We've already covered a ton of of amazing information Um, and we're going to give our audience um, in the feed, we're going to tell them how they can find you, how they can reach you, how they can learn with you and from you. Um, But we're almost out of time. Is there like one final thing that if you could say, look, if you take nothing else from this today, take this, what would that be? Mm Hmm. I, you know, one thing that's been
1: near and dear on my heart is that many of us who are here are here because of our own unique experiences into, into the world of becoming a mother. Mm -hmm. And we are here. Many of us are here because we want to change the lives of so many other women. We want to prevent them from experiencing what we had, what we had experienced, or we want them to experience the gorgeous, beautiful experience that we had, whatever the case may be. But oftentimes our own journey is, is what shapes our professional journey, just like mine, just like yours. Right. Um, and so I, I really want to say, you know, making sure that you are your first client, Work on healing you as a person and and don't use your work as a tool to heal, which I see so many people do, right? So really focus on yourself. And when you focus on yourself, you simultaneously meet the needs of your family and your community and the people who you serve. And so always, always, always start there. And then from that, the growth and expansion you desire in your business will become
0: that much more easy for you. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that's a phenomenal point, And I love that you shared that. And certainly, yes, my, my personal journey it has impacted every aspect of what I do now. And I get that so deeply. So I have so appreciated the opportunity to talk to you and to learn from you about this. This has really been phenomenal. So thank you for joining us. I very, very much appreciate it. Thank you. I
1: am so glad to be here and to be sharing this journey. And I can only hope that other people
0: will share theirs and, and really relate to this as well. So yeah, I know that they will. I really appreciate all that you've shared. So if you and our audience are watching this and you have any questions around this topic or anything related to postpartum wellness, please put them in the feed and tag Miranda or tag Newborn Care Solutions and we'll make sure that you get answers. And if you're wanting to rewatch this segment or catch any of our other past Real Talk episodes or access any of our educational content, pop on over to newborncaresolutions.com and click on the education tab or check us out on YouTube. You just simply have to put Real Talk newborn care solutions into the search function and they all come up. Thank you for joining us and have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk with Tanya Sakowitz podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you liked what you heard, please share it on social media or send it directly to someone you think might benefit. It would also be a huge support if you could rate and review the podcast on whatever player you're currently listening on so that other people can find the content easier. You can also connect to us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok, or checking out our website at newborncaresolutions.com. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Real Talk Podcast with Tanya Sakowitz.